Ba'yal Moshe va'Aron Noda v'Yavihu v'Shivim Zikne Yisrael. The end of our parsha, Parshas Mishpatim, Perk Chaf Dalid, Pasuk Tes and Yud. Moshe, Aaron, Nadav, and Avihu, and the seventy of the elders of Israel ascended. We are now going to hear about Moshe and his companions in their trip up into Hashem's office, so to speak. This is obviously a very esoteric and arcane concept, but let us listen to what they saw. Says the Pasuk, Pasuk Yud, Vayiru es Eloke Yisrael v'tachas raglov k'ma'ase livnas hasapir u'cheetzem ha'shamayim letohar. And they saw, under his feet was the likeness of sapphire brickwork, and it was like the essence of the heaven in purity. Clearly a tough Pasuk to understand, but Rashi comes and saves us. What's going on here? Rashi, to explain this Pasuk, quotes a medrash in Vayikra Rabbah, that what they saw was a vision of Hashem throughout the period that the Jews were enslaved in Egypt, that during that time, God kept a sapphire brick at his feet, as it were, as a constant reminder of Israel's servitude. V'tachas raglov, as the Pasuk says, and under his feet, kemase livnas hasapir, the likeness of sapphire brickwork. What this means, explains of Yeruchim, is Hashem was being no say but oil chavero. He wanted to feel the pain of the Jewish people and to commiserate properly with the Jewish people. Hashem, so to say, kept a sapphire brickwork under his feet to remind himself. The mita for feeling for your friends, commiserating with them in their pain, and celebrating with them in their simchos, their celebrations, is an attribute so key, so essential to living as a Jew. Now, we see here something different, something special. We see the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu commiserated with the Jewish people was no say ba'oil chavero. Explains Rav Yeruchim that Hashem, in order to feel the pain, put bricks or sapphire stones beneath his feet. We see that a person must really do in action, go out of his way, to help himself, enable himself to really feel someone else's situation. We normally understand no se ba'oil chavero in the way of, I'm going to understand, I'm going to think about what it means for my friend to be going through this, I'm going to help him out. But what we see here is that Hashem actually went and did something to make himself, so to speak, feel it more. The normal practice is that when you hear sad news, God forbid, so we take a moment, we feel bad, but we see the way that Hashem does it. In order to properly commiserate, he keeps bricks by his feet to really feel it. He takes action to feel it. And furthermore, we don't know much about Moshe Rabbeinu's upbringing, but what we do know is clearly essential to the building of a great Jewish leader. And one of the only psukim that's describing Moshe's upbringing says, by Yarbisivlosam, that Moshe went out and he saw the Jewish people's burdens. And Rashi explains what does it mean by Yarbisivlosam? He saw their burdens. Quote, Nasan Einov Velibo Lihios Metzer Alehim. He placed his eyes and his heart upon their burdens in order to feel it. He got into their minds. What would this be like to have this pain? Now, we don't normally attribute hispoininus, 
contemplation in the same realm of feeling for your friends. Hisbonanus is more for Torah, for Midos, or for some elements of Ashkafa. But here we see not like that. Hisbonanus, thinking, getting into what your friend must be going through, and from that spot, feeling it with him. To illustrate this new approach to feeling for your friends, I want to tell over a story from the great Satma Rebbe. There was a widow. There was an elderly almana. She had the great fortune of finding a suitable match, a shidduch, for her son. But she was struggling financially, and she didn't know what to do about paying for the wedding. So she went to the Satma Rebbe for some help. And sure enough, the Satma Rebbe pulled together, gathered all the funds necessary to be able to help this widow marry off her son. And if the story ended there, that's already a pretty good story. But listen to what happened next. The day of the wedding arrived, and as the simcha was going on, the Satmar Rebbe, after he finished his study session, after he finished learning, he went over to the wedding, he danced at the wedding, and then he came home to continue on with his learning, with his studies. And at about midnight that night, in the middle of his chavrusa, he asked his shamish, his attendant, for the phone. Unsure why, but still listening to the Rebbe, he goes and grabs the phone and brings it to the Satma Rebbe. The Satma Rebbe picks up the phone and dials the number for this almana. When she picks up the phone, a bit confused as to why the Satma Rebbe was calling her this late at night, the Rebbe then asked her, how was the wedding? How did everything go? And she explained how everything went well and it was a fantastic wedding and thank you for coming. And then listen to this. The Satma Rebbe said, and how was the chicken? Was the chicken good? And she says, yeah, was it well done? Was it not overcooked? I hope. And how was the band? Were they too loud? Did they play the right music? Answering all the questions and going back and forth, the conversation continued about the details of the wedding. And then the conversation ended and both went on their ways. The shamash, completely confused about why the Satma Rebbe did this, asked him and said, Rebbe, why did you call her to ask her about the chicken and the band? And the Rebbe answered, of course it must have been hard to not have the funds for the wedding and to not have her husband at the wedding. But at the end of a simcha, a couple always returns home. And when they're lying in bed late at night, they always discuss the details of the simcha until late at night. And there was no one there for her to talk about the details of the wedding. So I called her so that we can discuss the details. That's what it means, no se ba'oyo chavero, to really understand what your friend's going through, that no one was going to be there for the widow late at night to discuss the details about the chicken and the band. That's what we see great people doing and fulfilling what it means to be no se ba'oyo In fact, the Medrash tells us that when Moshe saw the pain of his Jewish brethren, he went and picked up a sack and put it on his back to help schlep all of these bricks. The Medrash in Shemos Rabbah and Pei Aleph he put it on his back to help them out. And the altar of Kelm explains, it wasn't as much about helping out the Jewish people move bricks from one place to the next, but more about feeling tangibly, for real, what it would be like to have bricks on your back, schlepping them in the hot sun. And if we can say all of this to commiserate with your friend, well, how much more so? How much more so for the good? Feeling the simcha for your friend. I know that I'm guilty that often when I'll hear about a simcha of my friend, I'll text them mazel tov, I'll quip back something as, I don't know, easy as just 
MT as some acronym for Mazel Tov, a little bit excited, feeling for it. But what if we really put ourselves into their shoes? Imagine how much more happy we would be, how much more of a simcha-filled life we would have when every time a simcha happened, we really felt excited, like it was almost our simcha. That's what we see here. We see Hashem keeping the sapphire brickwork underneath his feet. We see Moshe Rabbeinu schlepping these packages with the Jewish people. We see the Satma Rebbe asking about the chicken and the band from this widow. We see how we're supposed to be if you know somebody is going through the tough times of Shaduchim, trying to find a suitable match. Yes, read them Shaduchim. But think about, if they're in Shaduchim, maybe they're not home, do they have a Shabbos meal? Think about, on Motzei Tishabov or on any Motzei fast day, it's very hard to find a place for breakfast when all of a family would be eating together. If you're in a person's shoes, invite them for breakfast. These times that if you're in their life, you could feel for them and help them out. You know, maybe someone's going through some financial time, so they're working double time. Go find their kids and take them to the park. Be in their life. Feel for them for real. This is how Rav Yeruchim clarifies what it means to be no se ba'oyo chaveiro, this essential and vital midah. Feeling, contemplating, even taking action to feel the simcha, to feel the triumphs of your friends, and, God forbid, even to feel with them their trials and tribulations. So let us really feel for our friends, be there for them, to follow the path of Moshe Rabbeinu and to emulate the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu.